All right. Welcome one, welcome all to uh, the next episode of the Informed Idiots. Three Informed Idiots here for you tonight. I'm Nate. We've also got baby, baby, <laughs> Ivan Trejo in the house. King of Cells and Connections himself. And uh, last but not least, with the best beard of the group so far, we have Josh. Hey, you know. What do you mean so far, motherfucker? You ain't outgrowing that beard. Like, you ain't outgrowing that beard. I'm sorry to tell you that. Dante even loves my beard, bro. Unless you start. Maybe if you start trimming it, because he is kind of like, just like. I I I was more than halfway caught up before I trimmed it off. A month or so ago. It's like seven inches here. And I've always been about seven more inches than you. So I don't know about that. It's shorter, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, along, along with these along with these idiotic conversations that we've already started your uh, day off with, we're gonna we're gonna transition right into another stupid one. No, um, it's the most important one. The debate. The most important one. Philly cheesesteaks or Kansas City barbecue. Yes. What is more important? Or what more iconic? What's food? more iconic? What's the most? To, what's the most like? What's what is the more because, iconic? Because to me, if you say cheesesteak to somebody, they say Philly. Right. If you yeah. say barbecue to somebody, they'll give you their opinion on which type they like the most. Exactly. There's... So, I I think Philly wins simply because like. There's no Chicago cheesesteak. There's no New no, York no, cheesesteak. No, 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 no. I think the it's Philly, Philly cheesesteak cheese as a food well, I mean, wins. I don't know about necessarily Philadelphia's Philly cheesesteak. But that's not what we're talking about. Okay. We're no, talking no, no, about no. iconic, right? right? Okay. Like when you say cheesesteak, you think Philly cheesesteak. I think right. that the Philly cheesesteak. When you say barbecue, that, and that's the only reason. There's <clears throat> only three names that come up when you say barbecue. Uh-huh. Carolina, Texas, or Kansas City. That's it. But if we're arguing iconic, yeah. if we're arguing which is better, then we don't need to have the well, argument. And like, City barbecue, hands down. There's no way. Well, and like, we that. would say that, yes. And like, know. I think everybody in Kansas City mostly would say that. Only well, people, I but, feel like if but you're you going... Think, do, you, do you spread it out? If you spread it in the U.S., people who is that, a, is that, that a, I would care about would say that Kansas City barbecue is better than people. But that is Kansas City people is what I'm saying. I think so barbecue... Say, in general, is it's hands down better than a Philly cheesesteak. Not Philadelphia's cheese Philly cheesesteak, but a Philly cheesesteak anyway. I might have to order. I'd go barbecue. A Philly steak sandwich. Hey, I'll listen. I am not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie. I'll eat a French dip. I'll eat a French dip. I'm not even going to lie. I had one three days ago. I can't order anything Philly-based right now. No fresh print. I had a Philly steak and cheese three days ago. No nothing. And it was delicious. Until after Sunday. Until after Sunday. So... Uh, well, you know, there's multiple variations of the cheesesteak. Right. Right, right. But, but that's what, I'm saying. But that's what we're saying. And like, and, but like, that's or what I'm saying. When it, whenever you talk about more iconic foods, even like, even if you throw like the 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 deep dish from Chicago, like it, it no one's, no one's really going to pick that over barbecue or Philly steak and cheese, I don't feel like. Because. I mean, no, I, pe- I pick pizza any type of pizza. I pick pizza too, but I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't pick Chicago, not deep dish. Chicago, no, deep exactly, pizza, exactly. No, no. I, I'll try it. Yes, but there's no way I'm picking barbecue dip dish over or deep dish pizza over barbecue or a Philly steak and cheese. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Not happening. If I'm in a city, and they're known 
nationally for barbecue. And my option is barbecue or pizza of any sort. I would pick the barbecue because I'm in the area. I want, I want what's true to the area, right? Any other place? Like if I'm in just some random ass city, like Kansas city, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> some random ass city. And I've got to choose between barbecue and pizza i'm taking pizza right like listen, i'm not eating fucking i'm not eating barbecue from california well and because we know I'm you're not going for pizza california, like yeah. you're literally wearing yeah. a pizza shirt right now i'm only going so to a place that's what that's i'm somebody, saying that somebody from like that i trust from the area that's not originally from california somebody from the midwest who's oh, lived there and is okay like, okay you want barbecue you got to go to this place that's the only barbecue i'm getting in i felt for that man that's when it. i was out yeah. there they were like go to this barbecue place get the tri-tip sandwich and eat this this barbecue sandwich. I'm like, all right, everybody. You know, I've had five people tell me, go to the barbecue place, get the tri tip, sit down, super excited to eat it. I've been on the plane for six hours. I take a bite of this, and I feel like I'm rubber banding that shit. Now <laughs> that, that is that, like I'm never eating barbecue anywhere else other than barbecue known places. And that's the thing is like I think you can you, you can say that for both because like just like Josh was saying like some places in, in Philly probably don't make I don't know, you know the man. best Phillies but just I think you can also say that about Kansas City some places yeah. in Kansas City don't make the best barbecue. No, this true. Is, when I was on the road and I wanted barbecue, it's, I mean it, it's it's messed up, but it's to Josh's point. I would order from Dickies because Dickies was national and it was like I know. What it can be at its worst, and I know what it can be at its best, but I know what to expect when I order. Like, if I want just like barbecue and some turkey and a decent sauce, yeah, I, just I know I can stomach and I know I can order that from there. Is Dickie's the one with, yeah, at is, that point? It was DoorDash every night. There is was Dickie's no, the one with there was the, no morning where you they're the one with the cornbread, right? Or the badass cornbread? I think so. I don't know. Man. Is that the one by Legends? The one by Legends? No, that's Jack's that. No, but they do have a jack stack. What's the one? They also have another one. It might Dickies be. is kind of like it a chain. Kind of like a chain. It's like it, there's like a hog. It's like a hog or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I, if it's the one I'm talking about, listen, I'm not gonna hate. I'm no, not gonna hate on Nate because great. that shit is good. It's not great. And it's, it's not, not great, great, but, it, but, it's, but it's, it's fucking good dual. Enough. Exactly. And that's what I mean. Is like I'm not gonna risk it at some other like. Duh, 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 you know where you're gonna get four point four stars. It's like. I don't know what people around here think good barbecue is, and I'm not. I'm just it's not famous Dave's. It. Famous Dave's. That's famous the one Dave's. I'm talking about. Okay, that's they, not a bad barbecue. Place, that, that is no. not. They, I'm telling you, like I remember going there, and I was like, their cornbread is on fire. <laughs> and Joe was like, bro, if you make me come here just because of the cornbread, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> kill you. It's like we can go get barbecue anywhere. <laughs> I was like, I know, but the bar cornbread is so you good. Can't get this cornbread <laughs> so I had I had two people in. One guy was from Chicago. And one guy was from Fresno, and they came in for work. And the whole time, they're like, well, we want to try barbecue. We want to try barbecue. And I'm like, all right, go to this fucking gas station. Mm-hmm. And, oh, order, Joe's, man. and order exactly this, exactly how I told you. the Z-Man. So what they do, they go to this fucking place, and they call me, and they're like, I'm at a gas station. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you're at mm-hmm. a gas station. Yeah. I'll go in and order some fucking barbecue. <laughs> yeah. So they go in, and they just send me pictures and shit the next day. And... I don't hear from them. So I'm like, did they not like my favorite barbecue yeah, place right. in the whole city? Do I have right. to I'm heartbroken. Do I have to not like both yeah, of these I'm, people? Did they go to the forward? right place? I'm judging whether or not I can trust these people at this point, right? Yeah. So 
I finally call him up in the middle of the day at work. And I'm like, hey, so did you guys go to Oklahoma? Or did you guys go to Kansas We're still City? here. <laughs> did you guys go to Kansas City Joe's? And they're like, it was amazing. And, you know, but they didn't get it to Z-Man. They had a bunch of other things, which is cool. Like, right, you know, right. That's yeah, my favorite exactly. sandwich. I know it's right, a go-to. Right. So I was talking to the guy just the other day. Now, this was last, what, July? This is like uh, last July. Because I, I took him over Rose game, too. Say, it was still yeah, hot. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Uh, and, um, and they're still talking about, I'm trying to come back in. When I come back in, I'm going to that barbecue place mm-hmm. in the gas station. Still don't know the name. They still won't say, you know, it's Kansas City Joe's. You don't need yeah. to know. But they're like, I'm going to that back. I'm going to, back there. Because anybody that, anybody that knows, knows. Anybody yep. that knows, you come in, you land at the airport in Kansas City, and you go, hey, I heard about that place that's in the gas station. Mm-hmm. You're one of the people walking by you will tell you where it is, might even offer you a ride down to the place. Because now that you said that, you know what? I need to go by there too. They're right? gonna get, <laughs> they will definitely give you a menu recommendation. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've never, never talked to anybody. All you got to tell them is that Anthony Bourdain Chicken gumbo. named it one of the top 13 places to eat before you die. Yeah. And also remember that you can replace your bun on any sandwich with toast. That's super secret. He's lying. Don't ask for a Z-Man. No, that's a myth. Secret. It's a myth. Super secret. Definitely Coming don't ask for a Z-Man on toast. It's not the best sandwich in the house. So I want to ask you guys, because we haven't talked about this at all. And it's, to me, I don't know that um, something bigger than this could happen in, within the division. Um, this is probably one of the biggest moves that could happen, but Sean Payton was hired by the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. And um, I heard, despite even the fact having uh, Russell Wilson, he was well, like, I, I, I'm every, going there just even, even despite, you know, even the fact that they have even a with shit quarterback. Well, even with everything, with all the stuff that I've seen from people that I, who I go to to, to listen to what their opinion is. Most of them, I wouldn't say is quite as drastic as, as how you made it out to be, but it was more more along the lines of there's still good ball left in him, and I can probably get that out of him. I think what also is really um, like what a lot of people don't remember about that run with the Saints was how good the running game was and how they always had like a two-headed beast back there um so i think the future for the running game for the denver broncos is really bright um and i think if anybody can figure out how to do just as much as what Pete carroll and that offensive staff in seattle was able to do with him for as long as they were i don't think this is like a worse offensive line that then russell has played behind at any of his tenure in seattle like the, the talent around him is on par, if not slightly better in some areas. And I think we would all say that Sean Payton is a much better offensive coach than Pete Carroll. So well, everything he, aligns for him whoa, whoa, to play whoa, 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 much whoa. better. Well, he said two things first off. So Sean Payton, based on Terry Bradshaw's remarks, didn't want to go to Denver because of the QB. QB. Ultimately, he took the job in spite of Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And then I also see. Did you guys see the thing the, where they were talking about Russell Wilson has a private coach, and that he's at the stadium a lot and everything like that? Russell Wilson and has an office. And so Sean Payton was like, "Yeah, 
there won't be any more of that. He's strictly going to have whoever the Broncos coaches are, and those are the coaches. That yeah, the, the reporter asked him, and he was like, "That's that's foreign to me. I've never I've never had to deal with that." But no, we won't like we won't be doing that. Pick, the only the only people needed in my in the building are the coaches for the team. Like, well, yep, coaches we're, and trainers. We're, we're good. <laughs> so, right. do you, with that being said, and already so much live light on the coaching and the cubic QB situation going on there. Like, do you guys feel like that's he's already having to deal with the distraction? Well, you had you had one set of owners bring everybody in and then sell the team to another set of owners. And so that second set of owners now has to come in and deal with the situation that they've picked up. So you have to you have to deal with now your quarter billion dollar quarterback and all you can do is make the best of this situation and i'm not sure like i know that there was a lot of talk about them wanting D'Amico ryan's and i'm not saying that uh D'Amico wouldn't have been better than sean payton but i'm not sure you could do much better than what they did this offseason as far as how they how you felt about how i felt about their coaches and coaching staff and the future for a lot of those players because of how they were going to be used versus how I see it now. Like I was laughing at the Broncos at the end of the season. I'm not laughing at the Broncos anymore. I'm they not haven't done I'm, anything behind. Exactly. Listen, listen. So exactly. I, I'm not like, saying I'm scared I, of the Broncos. I'm just saying I'm I, not can't, even impressed. I can't point at them and laugh. Right. I'm, I can look at the fucking questions. Exactly. Like, like, that's what I meant by that. I, like, I'm, they're still such a joke. It's still not taking. I'm not taking the Broncos serious. Maybe anyway, maybe I'm not laughing as hard, but I'm still laughing. Like, yeah. Listen, even though Sean Payton went in there the last few years with him and and uh, in uh, New Orleans weren't that good. Um, well, Drew Brees wasn't that good. I mean, and he, they had a lot of injury. I feel like no, they did have a lot of injuries. So, but I mean, and, and I understand. I'm not. And I'm not the, saying didn't they make the playoffs every year that he had Brees? Did they had Breeze? Yeah, but what... he only coached one year without him, and that was with Taysom Hill. So that would be and one he, of the last even, two. Exactly. Yeah. Even exactly the last couple of years, and even with Drew's last year, it wasn't. It wasn't. Let's just say it wasn't what we were used to seeing. That's uh, true. So and, and even and he might be well, exactly not, like look at what I don't. I don't look at that me, and go. Sean Payton caused Drew Brees to get old and. Not I'm not saying. I'm. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that they did. It didn't look. It didn't look like, hey, this. He definitely wants to keep coaching. To me, it looked like what he what happened. He oh, wanted out of there. That's that. and he wanted refreshment. Now it, it happened very much. I, I've seen. Well, it. You've he knew seen he was it happen. about to be forced out too. It, he it, knew it, it was, was one or the other. You saw it happen. What I was going to say. That was the you, trial. Like, that's why he hasn't been coaching. No, no coach has long term continued. I'm not. I'm not like, saying. I'm not. No. Like, I'm making to, to your point. Like, I agree. At the end of his run, it was. They the last few years of Breeze, it was clear Sean Payton was looking at it as like, I have to milk, I have to keep this partnership with Drew going as long as he wants it going because these are my best shots. You don't get Hall of Fame quarterbacks multiple times. Yeah, no, I agree. I know, and I agree. Like I I said, I fully think he by the end of that run, he was completely he was completely tapped out. They had leveraged everything into the future. They kept paying everybody and extending and 
they put like that team's in cap hell for the next three years. Right, so and and that's another. And that, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm bad. sure, I'm sure the the the, the position that, that that the team was in. I'm sure he wanted nothing to do, and it was clear that he had he wanted nothing to do with it. Um, and I'm sure exactly what happened is is what he wanted. He maybe I think he honestly I think he maybe wanted to wait another year that way because I think it's after two years that you don't have to pay a, pen, a penalty or is it no matter what. Because he's a he's under contract, or it's only no. players. No, because he's a coach. He's under contract. So, if, contract, he wants, so contract. if he wants to come back, they, it's no matter they, what. I knew that. Own. I think it's for a player. If you retire longer than a year, then you can come back and play for whatever. I think that was I what, whatever. I think that's all, what all that aside. Look, all that right. Aside. That's what I'm saying. But well, hold on. Let me let me just say this, and I know that's what Andy Reid did. If I mean, I, I know there's been a few coaches. Andy didn't sit out. I know, no, no, what I'm saying, that's what happened with Andy Reid. He pretty much, towards the end of the Philadelphia years, he wasn't doing that good. So he was pretty much forced out to... Well, the team wasn't doing that good either. That's, what, Philly, that's what I'm saying. Who was coaching the team? Yeah. I mean, they, they, Philly was I fine. Think they they coincide. It was his, his son died. Is, exactly, is reason, and I think the, that that was the. But that's not the reason he got fired. He, Look, he got guys, he got let go. Like he didn't he didn't quit. I mean, he didn't he he. he Look, you're so far out. away from it. You're so far away from the original subject of Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. What it's, I'm saying, no, that's not even Sean the, Payton coming in and that being the major change right now is not gonna make. In my eyes, does not make the Broncos better. There's nothing that's going on. I don't I, think hiring a great coach is going to immediately fix your team. I don't think I you think, really I think, think that either. I think you're wrong about you that. You think just bringing in Sean Payton? I think you're completely yes. wrong about that. Yeah, I think no, bringing I'm, in – just look what the Chiefs did. Exactly. The most important thing I think coaching is important, but I don't think it's going to happen overnight. If you so can't improve the I'm not worried about team, the Denver Broncos next year. I'm the, not. The quickest way to improve your team is to get good at quarterback. The next best way to get good uh, as a team – is to hire a really good coach who I think, can take advantage of. I think it's the other way around. The team. I think it's the other way around. I think it's the the best way to get to get a good team is to get good coaching. The second is to get a good quarterback because you see what Shanahan is doing. He's doing it despite having a good quarterback. Yeah. So good coaching is the most important thing. Oh, agree. What I but what I was saying there is the the easiest way to get your team good really fast. Is to get good at quarterback. Like if your team sucks and you draft with like you get a good quarterback, your team immediately becomes better, right? Jacksonville Jaguars sucked ass. They made the playoffs a year later, and that was yes, good. but but you know Trevor Lawrence but, was there last year, but, so that's what I'm but, saying. Good but, coaching matters good more coaching, than quarterback right. does. Again, different things. Good coaching no. is far more important, but it's you can a good coach coming in. With a, with bad quarterback play, that team gets way better if he gets a better quarterback. Well, yes, if he's got yes. a bad quarterback for two years, you're not going to get it. That's all I'm saying. But I I think the even two fastest think, ways to get better: get think, a good quarterback and get a good right. Quarterback. But I think even some teams so with they good can't quarterbacks fix the quarterback. aren't that they, good. So they've they got fix the quarterback. they've got one round one pick, and they got that through the Bradley Chubb trade. Mm-hmm. Do they take a quarterback? No. No, who's, who's not in the first you round. Can't. Not because in the first of the round. Con- because of the Russell Wilson contract, he's, he's there's there for so three much years. dead money. You can't. Yeah, there's he's no there for three years. They, unless you're just going to pay him to do nothing. There's nothing you can do but play. That's, yeah. And if you, I mean, you, I guess, yeah, you could draft somebody, but then you're guaranteeing that you're going to have the most expensive backup quarterback 
in the history. I, of and I think what they said is that for sure they can't do anything this year. They've got six picks. And I think um, next year is whenever they could possibly do something as far as like trading them or letting so them go. The best case scenario is Peyton does one of the world's best coaching jobs. Russell Wilson stops acting like a, a can personality and shows like that he's a real boy. A and fucking a human robot. Being. And, and like, some honestly. some genuine humanity towards Promise other people, yeah. and um, let's try. And then you trade him to somebody that needs a band aid. But I think the reality for this Broncos team is, um, no I, matter how good of a coaching job Sean Payton does, it's it's an uphill battle with with Russell. Wilson. Best case scenario and, and, is Russell Wilson gets hurt and they have a different quarterback. Damn, listen, so I'm, I'm you never going to have to pay him. Yeah, how's that better? So, so that's not best. Just I, an easier decision. For him sitting there doing nothing. I think honestly, what's going to happen is he'll play next year. Um, Russell Wilson is not that good, so they'll. And and honestly, I think what the Walmart people is the one that uh, the owner mm-hmm. is the one that. So I think they'll. I think next year there's what they were saying is that they could possibly cut him. Yes, it's gonna it's gonna hurt, but it's not gonna hurt as much as they would this year. Yeah. So I, I mean, think he, next year at the they'll cap see. Money go, gets smaller, I think the next destination for Russell Wilson is not another team. I think it's it's he's going to get cut in his free agency. I think that's his next destination. Now with Primer, that's that's up to him. But the How team is not going to sit there, even if he sucks it up this year and next year does the same stuff with him on there, bro. He he gets cut immediately after the season is over. I'd have to look at the contract. Uh... Five totally years, $242 signing bonus, $161 guaranteed, but I think an average that, salary of almost 50 I think they were saying that after next year, the cut is or the penalty is not as bad as it would be this year. Which, and like I said, this year he didn't, he didn't play his best, but I also don't think he had the best coaching. And I also yeah, don't think... They're stuck till his dead cap is eighty five million next year. Yeah, for twenty twenty three, it's one hundred and seven million this season. And what's after? Yeah, what's after this? Year? What's, what's after this year? Eighty five, and then See? and then fifty million. See, that's what I'm saying. They were saying it's so, not as bad. It's bad, yes, but it's not as bad as it. He doesn't break were, down they they this year. He doesn't break down into realistic numbers till twenty twenty seven. The like problem. The problem with with doing what you're saying is. This year, the cap is $224 million. So he has a potential he's out. He's literally almost 50% of the cap for this year. So yeah. even if it goes up another $10 million next year, he's still – you're yeah. cutting a guy and, and just voluntarily going to say, all right, we're going to operate with 100% of the players, but we're only going to use 65% of our cap this says year. says the best potential I mean, out is 2026, which is his fourth year in contract. It's $161 million. Thirty-one million dead. Cap. Your job as a coach is to put the best, player, you know, the best players out there. And if Russell Wilson continues to play like he was going out there, bro, they're going to have to get somebody else. Why do you think he played so bad? Was it I actually the line? Be, no, it's not. I mean, it's not just a line, the, bro. The if you look couple, at him, the last couple of weeks of the season, he played. Bro, I mean, he didn't on, play man. good. Don't this, get me wrong. You're talking about Russell Wilson. He played. Yeah. He played clear, like to the eyeball test. He was clearly better at the end of the season than he was at the beginning. God knows why that team. Listen, perform the way that it did. Here's what I can say for sure. I don't what regardless of our opinions, the players around him 
clearly have his back. Like there were multiple mm-hmm. guys who came out, yeah. mm-hmm. and so I, that is that's the foundation that you need to at least have some shot at making this work. Right, and they've and, got to make they have to make. And this it's work. not it's not, I understand I completely understand that, but me watching Russell Wilson play clearly the last years of Seattle and followed by whatever I saw this year, he's, it's, it's, it's in the downhill, man. Like it's going downhill, bro. Like it's, he's, he's, he's losing it. Like father time is catching up. Hey, like do it's, all it just happens. Are, like it happens. Do all, Nate, you use pro football reference, right? Mm-hmm. Do all players have their nicknames listed for football? I think so. I just, I just now noticed that. If you go to Mahomes, there's like six different ones that have listed okay. Mr. Unlimited? No, the one I was looking at was the asterisk or Robot Russell. Oh, uh, Dangerous. <laughs> that, one, that one was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's, that's a good one. That's actually a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. Then he had to go on. But then he named himself then Mr. Unlimited. Didn't he do a Subway commercial? But, hey, some of these were. Dangerous. Come on, dude. You're five now. So, Patrick Mahomes, he's got on here Grim Reaper. Did you guys know? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. See, and Showtime and Magic Man, I feel like those are all been given since he's been a chief, right? Since being a chief? Kansas City's only, he's only, I mean. Mitch Holtis gave him that name. Well, Which one? Grim Reaper. Yeah. No, he didn't. He said it after one of the games. No, Andy Reid gave him that. Andy Reid told him. Andy Reid literally told Don't him. Be the Grim yeah, exactly. He's like, when times are grim, be the Grim Reaper. Yeah, and I'm saying Mitch on the call was the one who like coined it as. Well, as I mean, I think, and honestly, I think had we not lost that Super Bowl, I think that the the Grim Reaper. Would have mascot. Caught, I think no. I think it would have caught <laughs> on more. Dope. I think it would have caught on more. We're not. We're not changing the mascot. I do have to say. I do have to say. It has been pretty cool. This lead up <clears throat> to the Super Bowl. I've noticed um, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of love for how he performed in the last Super Bowl against Tampa Bay, and it just makes me happy because, like, I think people forget how in that game. We should have been, but like he made some insane plays, and the and the rest of the team just let him down. I think that's part of why going into this week, um, I'm not like crazy optimistic, but I'm like quietly just. I'm not necessarily Whoa. worried, but I'm not like fuck yeah, we're gonna fucking kill him. I'm just kind of quietly confident. I feel I don't feel bad i feel pretty good going into this game i well i feel like there's a lot of i'm pretty potential. confident with yeah potential outcomes but it's kind of weird i didn't realize just, they were as neck neck matched season stats wise as they really were like when they started putting up the points allowed and the record and the pro bowls and like all of that that you know i'm sure you guys have all seen that excerpt i was super fucking surprised that this is probably – I've never been more excited for a Super Bowl than this one because I think it's going to be a really great game. Because you know how sometimes the fucking teams that make it, and you're like, really? Like, this is going to be a trash game. Mm-hmm. And like when – and the score is stupid. The game is long. It's not exciting. I think the likelihood of that happening in this one – I don't know. Was it Kelsey's mom that said uh, – was it Kelsey's mom that said that 
I hope it's the highest scoring game in NFL history. Oh, I'm getting popcorn. So yeah, that's what that's what I know that she said this year. But while we're at it, let's let's go ahead. And let, while I let me give you guys some names. Like I I thought that same thing going into it. Like man, I can't, I'm so excited to for this game. Um, uh, I just I'm super excited. You know, I think both teams are are going to be equally matched. But the, honestly, the more I look into it, let me just give you guys some names, and and you guys tell me. Which one do you guys think it's is is the better out of these new ones? Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, Dak Prescott, Andy Dalton, Daniel Jones twice, Brock Purdy. In regards to what? Who's the best quarterback? <clears throat> two, two, out of those, who do you 20, think this year? Yeah. Who who's just period? Who do you, yes, out of all those, who do you guys think is the best quarterback? Probably Dak or um, Dak or, or probably Aaron Rodgers. Right? Dak or Purdy, Rodgers. Rodgers, yeah. Rodgers. Right? Those okay. Three. Well, so, yeah, throw Purdy in there. He made it to the freaking Brock Purdy. I wouldn't say – Purdy was helped a lot. Purdy played fine, but uh, – Played fantastic. I wouldn't I'd, – I'd take Purdy off and I'd put Dan, Daniel Jones on my list. Okay. So, those hmm. – those, those are – yeah. Daniel Jones was on there. Those are the quarterbacks that the Eagles have faced since Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers put thirty-three against him. Dak Prescott put forty against him. Dak's playing good I at think, the end of the season, though, I think man. Aaron he Rogers was playing good. Didn't even put up the thirty-three. I'm pretty sure Jordan Love came in in that game and threw a maybe seventy-yard touchdown. Exactly, but but I'm thirty-three points. So that's what I'm saying. So like, the more I look into it, um, Philadelphia. The only thing that really scares me about Philadelphia's defense. Or Philadelphia's team, I think Jalen Hurts is is on the come up. I very much think that he is on the come up, but there's been a whole lot of talk about you know whether you know whether the 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 Eagles are are better team or whatever. Honestly, the only thing that scares me um, about their defense is their defensive line. Like they have defensive line behind defensive line. You know there are fucking their whole their what their first four have ten plus sacks so like that that does scare me, and the fact that they have fucking uh and Donna can sue as a backup, and um who was the guy that they picked up, um from Chicago. Um, the only name I'm thinking of is uh was it Robert Quinn? Quinn, yes, they picked up they picked up Robert Quinn. And um, and he's, a, you know, a, a stud too. So like that defensive line does, um, does worry me. But at the same time, it's none of those quarterbacks are are anything that Patrick Mahomes is at all. So <laughs> part of part of what the Eagles do, not only do they have a super deep deep defensive line, but they also they recognized they that that was a strength that they had just in the the base talent and then they went all in on it and they brought in as many guys as they could to try and have uh to make that like their strength all the time but another reason they went all in on that is they were in the most five down linemen set uh, lineups well i would anybody. i would too if i were them and 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 they the way that they line up in that formation is really unique as well. 
they'll run their 5D linemen, sometimes with two linebackers, sometimes with one. And they stack the interior of the line. So they run with a nose tackle and two three techniques. So your your center three, center and two guards, all have a guy basically right over the top of them. And then that allows the linebackers to read and react behind. But it also basically gives a one-on-one for both of the guys on the ends. So um, it, it's it's kind of like it, it's it's genius, but it's almost like well, is is your strength your weakness sort of a deal? Because they they run quarters concepts thirty-one percent of the time on first down, I believe. And so what that is is basically four guys, two safeties in the outside corners. All of them are playing the deep zone. But they they run the most man match zones out of arguably anybody um, that runs this style of defense. So they kind of get the best of both worlds, where they get to have their eyes on the quarterback as much as possible, but they still get to play some zone. Right. But what that leaves open is the middle of the field and a lot of the underneath stuff. So like, I would have to say that's some of the areas that we do our best work in. So it's going to be really interesting to see. Like, how do we negate the quick pressure? How do we match their five defensive linemen when they go five linemen? If we go two tight end, three tight end, can we force, yeah. can we force right. matchups? Like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's, it's going to be a, a fucking shit game or anything like that. I am very much excited for the game. But where people – like, I don't know if you're seeing most people are picking Eagles. I think we are – as far as Vegas goes, we are underdogs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, to me, I don't understand, one, why. Whenever you go and look at the Eagles' defense. Jalen's hot. But, like, and Jalen is hot. But even if you – but, like, for example, people are saying that uh, Jalen – like, I heard this today. And this is one another topic that I wanted to bring up. Is someone said – obviously from Philadelphia. Someone said that if uh, – uh, Jalen was to win this Super Bowl, he would be in the same level as Patrick Mahomes. On and the to year? me, um, on the year or as career? far as as far as uh, yes, like as far as like career career wise, you know, tier like we talk about tiers, like tiers go. And to me, honestly, like it sounds crazy. Because people are underestimating Pat, Pat. When you say that, I think people are underestimating Patrick Mahomes' career. Like the first two years of Jalen Hurts' career, he threw fifty-three touchdowns. Motherfucker, Patrick Mahomes threw fifty touchdowns in one year. Well, I mean, even you know? this year, as you're talking about that, like, so Jalen's at forty-three hundred yards this year, and Patrick's at five fifty-two. Yeah, no, like to you me, know, it's the completion just... ratings are close. Their percentages are close. So, I mean, I could see the argument of this year's he's as good as there Patrick was, Mahomes. There was no – sacked almost twice as much. I'm not talking but about – we're so not you, talking I mean, about this year. Yeah. We're talking about – That's overall. what I'm saying is I don't see the like, – I don't see the, that, the equal the, aspect of that as career-wise. But this year, I think it's a good argument. And see, that's what I'm saying. Overall, I don't think psychotic. it's a good argument at all. Like, no, I think – Nobody here's how I'll state it, right? I don't think it's a good argument. But I, this is the only year you can even entertain yeah. making the argument. And I get why people want to have the argument because number one team in the NFC, been the number one team all year. They consistently look dominant. 
-hmm. But when you look at the root to answer your question, why are people picking the Eagles over the Chiefs? Because I think when most people look at and we're we we watch the Chiefs every week. And so we understand we don't get the same nat- national dialogue and storylines that other people do, right? And we have the constant awareness from watching these games and being overly critical. And so I think the name recognition of the Philly defense is a huge boon to why a lot of people look at it and go, they're the better defense. When I think if you were to ask me, of these two defenses, I think our defense has a better chance to slow them down in a significant way far more than the Eagles defense has a significant chance to slow yeah. us down. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, they have they have twice as many sacks on on Hurts almost as, as Mahomes as I was saying. And if, if you don't think that we're not going to be when back the there Chiefs, causing havoc. When the Chiefs play, I I, I think the, the closest comparison that you can make to Jalen Hurts is probably Lamar Jackson. When the Chiefs played the Ravens in 2019, they held Lamar to 267 yards passing and 46 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. Mahomes had 374 yards passing, three touchdowns, four rushing attempts. But okay, yards. no, but don't don't give me the last time. Give me the first time, okay. because this is the first well, time they, we're playing they, Jalen Hurst. No, we played him so earlier the first in the year. Time, so in 2018, we played him last year, we, but I don't think no, I don't we, want to compare him to last year. No, in 2018, him. in 2018, we played the Ravens. So his first year as a starter. Yeah. We held Lamar to 147 yards passing, 67 yards rushing. Mahomes went 35 of 53 for 377 yards. Perfect. Touchdowns and pick. Exactly how so, I thought it was going to be. So pretty much the same. And and in both of those years, I believe I had it up. The Ravens were the second team in the NFL that year in points against as a defense in 2018. And in 2019, they were third. So, like... When you just try and do half-ass historical comparison of yeah. like situation to like situation, mm-hmm. I this is why I kind of, like I said, I, I'm just kind of quietly confident. I don't think I'm quite confident enough to really throw it out there, but like if there's a if there's a blowout in this game, it's the Chiefs blowing out the Eagles more than I think the Eagles blowing out. And a lot of people are saying that it could be a blowout by uh, a lot of people are thinking it could be very much like the uh, the Tampa Bay and Chiefs game. And and I think like to your point, I think they're they're right. I don't think that was a blowout game. I think we we had a bad game. We got beat. But I think well, I mean it's. But I don't. It wasn't a. Blowout. I don't. I don't necessarily think it was a bad. I think we had to throw our game plan out the window when our offensive linemen, you know, were. Yeah, it, I mean, it was just destroyed. Yeah. We, there, there's no game plan whenever you can't block anybody. Then you just have to do whatever you can. I mean, it, it was just one of the worst games. Right. And we unfortunately, played, it was, combined with one of the best games they played, they forced us into. The a, they for, they forced yeah. us into a lot of mistakes, and we made. A lot of mistakes. Yeah. No, and like I said, I, 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 to me, just that the talk that of Jalen being equal, even if I think even if they weren't to, even if they were to win the Super Bowl, um, I think the talk, it, it honestly, it kind of, it kind of irks me that fact that people will even think that, and I, I really, I. To me, and honestly, this is this is one thing that I also wanted to bring up. I'd like to know. 
It was it was a Philly uh, podcast that brought that up. But um, it, I think this game, honestly, is a very pivotal game for Patrick Mahomes because it, it this game literally could make his – it could literally make his career. This is a – Because I mean, if he wins this game – This is Hall of Fame secure. This is – not only not only that, I think that's already there. I think that's already there. I think this is – if he wins this game, he, that's already there. <laughs> I think this – if yeah. he wins this game, it is – he could be a potential to be talked – right now he's being talked about one of the greatest – I think he wins this game. He could potentially be you know, the greatest. Everybody keeps saying that. I guess that's why I'm super confused because everything I'm seeing lately, even Skip and anybody else, uh, they I don't I don't feel like there's an argument at all that yeah, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. So the fact that I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about Philly, the league, even in Philly, I, I think right now he's for sure the best quarterback in the league. I think I'm talking about best ever. ever. Oh. I'm talking about the best. It, it, oh, he's already there in my mind. Uh, I know, and we I all know, know in your mind, but we're talking, about, we're talking about we're talking about we're talking about every. We were just talking about. Yes, he, he has Nate, to win. We, he, he probably needs a twelve-year career I, with with the with with staying within the frame of expectations well, that he's shown us now. I think we've probably seen his worst season, and I don't think we've seen his best season yet. But I I do think that there's potential for moving forward for him to have what I would say like. He could have his best season ever and not be as statistically dominant as other years. I could be. I uh, think that like, I could be this year. Yeah, right. I think we could say that about this year. Well, even I, though he I, threw over I, five thousand yards, that's, 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 like, what, that's what I'm I saying. I would say this 40, year is probably the most impressive season of Patrick Mahomes. I, I agree. Um, so far, but that's uh, to your point. So far, because mm-hmm. we we don't. I mean, he's still very much in, early in his year. He just, but what I'm saying he is, he suffers from the Jordan effect. He suffers from the LeBron effect. He suffers from the greatness effect. Where the Tom Brady effect. When you see greatness, and you and like our expectations for Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. don't match the expectations for everybody else. But we haven't learned how to separate his category. Most people haven't learned how to separate him from from that conversation from the rest, and it's not like when you say the rest. No, not like every other quarterback in the league. It's Patrick Mahomes is up here. He doesn't get, and you uh, just don't. Yeah. Nobody has earned the right to be compared to him in any real meaningful way. I'll listen to you talk about like oh, accuracy or you know deep balls, arm strength, stuff like that. Sure, yeah. but when you talk about who's the best at the position, you can't tell me there's no other name. Right now, everybody right, else is fighting for second. Right now, right yeah. now in, in the league, no. But everybody. ever, Tom Brady's obviously. Well, right. you're, we gonna, had, you're gonna put Tom Brady. People are gonna uh, are gonna say we had this Montana. discussion the other day, and that Montana and a lot of them are more realistic because of the longevity which Tom Brady played, and how great of a program he was in. There was a lot of factors that went into how great Tom Brady is for right. how long mm-hmm. he's been there. So the realistic aspect that you're going to have other quarterbacks that play that fucking long to even come close to well, have a chance at that many Super Bowls is so yeah. unlikely. I agree. So yeah, he's going to be up there as a as one of as the greatest quarterback in the NFL. But I just thinking th- thinking that Mahomes is going to get there. I think he's a super. No, 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 no. And I, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is going to win seven Super Bowls, or that he has to even try to win seven Super Bowls I, to be on the same I, level as the great. What I'm saying is, if he wins this game, yeah, he has the potential to be the greatest quarterback ever. Even if he yeah. doesn't win 
the rest of the school. Because I think because I think he will go back. And like, and I think right now, honestly, I think because people are are, I think right now what, what's happening with the Chiefs is the Patriot effect, is where they're used to seeing them win. To now, it's it's again that point where they're like, oh, we're used to seeing them win. Now we're getting kind of tired of it, so we're gonna bet against them. Where we just where, where it's gonna be like oh well Chiefs Chiefs are gonna lose Chiefs are gonna do lose 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 for the next couple of years and then they're gonna be like well fuck the Chiefs and keeps I, winning and now we're just, everybody's just gonna play like well part, and everybody's and with the Chiefs again to your point that's kind of the point I was making earlier where it's like name you know Darius Slay James Bradbury C J Gardner Johnson Hassan Reddick Fletcher Cox. Brandon Graham, like there's all these names that we can throw out there. And then when you talk about the Chiefs defense, if you know if guys who know good football are looking at our secondary going, my God, they have a seventh rounder starting. Mm-hmm. They have a fourth rounder. Their first rounder is legit first round talent cornerback. They got a second rounder that they that, that has forced his way onto the field as a safety. They've got a their first round defensive end. You, you damn near can't take him off the field. And he lines up in every single position on the defensive line. He's done everything they've asked of him. And they have been able to ask everything of him this season. But nobody knows the names of our guys. So it's easy to go, well, the Chiefs' defense isn't really that good. I'm sorry. Everybody keeps talking about the record-setting sack amounts. Y'all forget the Chiefs were, what, 10 sacks behind? behind them, exactly. 12 sacks behind total? Exactly. And you can't name anybody on our defense but Chris Jones. Exactly. Well, that says something. And Frank Clark. That says something about the talent and the scheme that all of these guys play in. We don't give up big plays. That, to me, Mm -hmm. I think is the biggest thing. I'm not sure how or who on our offense can take advantage in the middle of the field. But it wouldn't surprise me to see – it's either going to be somebody, like just they find a good matchup and somebody just is, is able to beat somebody over and over and we keep isolating this matchup, or it's just like we find the person and we find this area of the field and Mahomes just well, manipulates the game to hit, I think, to get and and just burn this, this player. Because I don't think, I don't think we're going to have the opportunity for many deep, real deep shots down throw. the field. We, we'll have to kind of confuse them. In their quarters coverage and some of their man man match um, reads. Well, well, you saw AutoZone's doing like a contest, right? I For think if the touchdown. If there's a touchdown, you register on their website. If there's a touchdown over 25 yards in the Super Bowl, then pass, and you win like a $500 gift card. <laughs> and and they were talking to Joe Montana, and they were like, "I wonder." And Joe Montana was telling them about it, and I think it's because. You might have to look it up. I haven't had time to fact check any of this, but I think Joe Montana is the only one to have done it, which doesn't seem to make to do sense, what? right? To do what? Oh, no, there's definitely it's been, like there's maybe it's the first 20, quarter. Hold on, let's see yeah, what the first let's see quarter, what the contest first is. First quarter, like twenty five plus uh, yards. Auto zone, that. yeah. Uh, auto yeah, because what was it? Sorry, it's I like was, the first quarter. We're, we're figuring that out. It's the first. I think it's the first quarter. A touchdown pass over twenty five yards. There's only been one. In Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl, and I think it's Joe Montana's. I think. Oh, to Jerry Rice? I'm not sure, man. AutoZone touchdown. Either that contest. or Brett Favre had a. I think it might be. So everything I was seeing. Okay. Um, but what I'm just real quick, like on that. Hold on. I, it, no, go ahead. Only thing I'm seeing, I've been seeing on that is that 
the running back game is that Phil, they keep saying Philly's better in the running back game. They, they are that, and that, which I would agree. The running backs are pretty That's damn strong. They're gonna run the ball. Yeah, and um, and that they were we're just gonna need more sacks. Like we got to get back there and do sacks. So we're they're hoping that Chris Jones does somewhat of what Chris he was Jones doing, stuff. Which, which he's on fire, bro. Like I have no no doubt in it. It is all. I would fun. be totally fine with zero sacks. Honestly, because quarterback pressures not, are just as important. It, well, it's it's not so much it, yes, but more so like I just don't want Jalen Hurts running. Well, yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like quarterback so, pressures, so like so I would rather. Well, well, I mean, yes, but no, because if you're just trying to get a quarterback pressure and you're not rushing under control and you leave a gap for him to run through, I don't want you pressuring him then. But yet, yeah, to your point, yes, it's it's contained. What what I what I the way I know it to be called is a mush rush, where you're rushing to get penetration and and make some make some havoc, but you're doing it without like you're not pinning your ears completely back like the Eagles will be, which I think might be that's the other interesting that might thing be their downfall. How how do they how do they play the rush? I how, think how do they rush against? Mahomes? I think Philadelphia is going to be. Coming at Patrick Mahomes heavy one because they don't necessarily going to believe in their in his ankle, and because they don't want to test it. Early. And, Isn't and, that and the because mistake that's what that they everybody do. makes against the Chiefs? And that's and he's exactly. Like, oh, let's just fucking continue yep. to rush him, and then mm-hmm. he goes out there and burns you all. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not I, saying. You know what? I'm I hope that saying, happens. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. No, no, no. Philly, if Philly, if nothing else, just lines up and plays their game on. And that's what I'm saying. That's what Philly does. So they're going to line. We're going to get five defensive linemen. On the field, thirty percent of the time mm-hmm. that we have the ball, they're going to line up with five defensive linemen, and it's going to be on Mahomes and the offensive line and whatever game How plan they come up with. This season? How many games have they played so far? Seventeen games. Yeah. So in seventeen game games, they've only given up a, a sack and a half per game. Who? The Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Like so, I, I have no. <laughs> And I'm gonna go ahead and say it because well, if they sack Mahomes six times in this game, I, I, it could be completely fine with me if they're all like sacks in the pocket, three yard. Because if mm-hmm. he's standing in there and he's able to dish some, you know, wait for the hole to open up, but he's fine with like, okay, I I can't really scramble and move around in the pocket, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna kind of I'll I'll take some more sacks this game because I'm not dropping back eight yards, twelve yards. Like I, that's a scenario that's fine with me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. all how does it situational? Come about? I got how you. does it come? So about? here's the contest: if a 25 yard or more touchdown pass is completed during the Super Bowl, the Advanced Auto Parts is giving away a year's worth of gas and 500 dollars gift card to 25 lucky drivers. Oh, so they're just farming data, right? Yeah. Give us your, give us your information. Mm-hmm. We're gonna sell your information that you give us for. So does that mean what's the longest? That was, what is the longest pass? Oh, there's definitely. It, it's just not. It's just in the game. Twenty five yeah. plus yards. I mean, that's. I, I'd almost bet that as like an over. Like, is that gonna happen? Will there be a twenty five yard? I don't think so. And that's what I'm saying. I think both defenses are too good. Now there's okay. So, Mushan Muhammad's touchdown pass from. Jake Delahim. Delom. 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 <laughs> 85 yard touchdown. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I think the Santana Moss touchdown to win the Pittsburgh Super Bowl was like 27 yards, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a long Which one? one? Maybe one that was the earlier one. It wasn't Santana Moss. You can think of Santana Holmes. That's what I said. 
Well, Clyde's, you know, talking about that quarterbacks being, or uh, the running backs being important in the game. Uh, Clyde's been activated. Do you guys think that's going to make a big impact with how well Pacheco's been playing? No, no I think that would, that's so it's just going to be another little, I think it is. I think, I think it will be an there. impact because that's just more weapons that we yeah. have out there. Um, yeah, but I don't. I don't think it's going to be like he's not going to be like you know offense player of the game. To me, it's, like yeah. it doesn't impact. In my opinion, it doesn't do it. Like if he wasn't active for the game, it yeah. was no difference. Yeah, no, no difference for you. For I, I think it's more of uh, we lost McCall, so we activated him. Ronald Jones is snapped. Ronald Jones might get six snaps a game yeah. right now. Yeah. And no, I agree. that's that's if he's lucky. And in the Super Bowl, uh, the only way I see that really being an impact is if somebody gets hurt. Yeah. Other than that, I think it's going to be we're basically only going to see Pacheco and McKinnon at the wide receiver spots. I think we're going to see a ton of Sky Moore, um, depending on how Juju's knee is. Sky looked pretty good on that return. Sky looked really good on the return. I, I and in about time. I think he looks. When I watch him play and I go back and rewatch games, I like the way he looks when he's running his routes. He's getting separation that just he's a rookie. I, well, and I don't know what the play is calling for either. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like I'm looking and seeing him open, and it's like, well, he, he should be open, but he's the third read on that play. Yeah, it's just it's so. But the way Patrick talks about him, it's like a, one of the things I wanted to ask you guys was, and this isn't me like. Who do you think is going to be the most important player in the game? What I'm saying is, like, as football nerds, is there, a, like, Clyde Edwards, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a guy on the roster that you're kind of looking at? And it could be Pacheco or McKinnon or somebody like that. But is there a guy that you're looking at who you're like, man, you know, I like the way this guy plays and he hasn't had, like, a big game. But, like, this guy could – one or two big plays from this player, like they, that, so, could be the guy who has the. So you pretty much like catch. who's going to be our our Damon Williams for nice oh, for the Super Bowl? Pretty much what you're saying. So yeah, like our because Patrick Mahomes was the MVP, but everybody knows that Damon Williams should have been. And the I MVP. put and and yes, I I we'll call it the Damian Williams, but I just want to clarify because I love Damian Williams that Damian Williams earned that. For that entire playoff. Oh, I agree. Not no, just, not, not not just, just, just completely agree. Just for clarification, completely because agree. that man but, I mean, deserves it, all his flowers. It could but be, yes, it could be. We'll call it the Damian Williams play. It could be the same same as here. I mean, as it in, could be. Then we didn't need that play, and like they made a huge play. Or no, the we fact needed that no, it. Was just, no, it's not, Dam- Damian I mean, Williams it secured the game. So to answer your question, yes. the role we're giving it okay. to Damian Williams' name. Okay. It doesn't have to have the same. Dame Williams was a starter yeah. and literally won us some of those games with plays yeah. being made. Yeah. So we don't need that's not the qualifier he, for what he, this guy's going to And he put the nail be. in the coffin for the right. Super Bowl. That's not the that's not what we're saying. Oh, this after guy running is. a really good game and catching great passes, having a fantastic What we're saying game. is more like, um, you know, who forced the fumble? You know, yeah. like in that Super Bowl we won. Somebody forced a fumble. Somebody had a nice, you know, yeah. play. Like who's the guy that? Like for me, I hope. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I hope because you're probably going to be longer than mine, and way more <laughs> and other than just some off the wall shit. Um, I kind of hope it's Travis Kelsey. There are already a lot of like uh, spotlight around the two brothers playing each other. I think it just he kind of deserves it after the longevity of how great he's been for how long he's been. I, I want Travis Kelsey to be just 
I want it to be like I want him to get MVP and I want I him to have the best game. I appreciate your answer. I think, I think you're missing. The, I think he for sure gets a touchdown, but no, I want like three or this, four touchdowns. This I, don't, I, I don't think that's going to happen. The question that I was asking more is like, Un, like somebody who's uh, not. I I hope like I hope Noah Gray has a good game. Like, oh, so you want I an hope, underdog? Yeah, he, yeah that's okay. a better way to. Put I think it. honestly, who's your kind of like? The because your never long body, okay. right? Like okay, okay, he okay. he plays an important role, but uh, kind of Watson then, right? Kind of Watson. Okay. I, I kind of I'd kind of like to like, see it be Watson. Which one? Uh the receiver. <laughs> okay. Because uh, he's, he's had I'm a pretty other. good season. He's made some good touchdowns. He made touchdowns when other I think a couple games where Kelsey wasn't even making touchdowns. Mm. So, I got two that um, I think would be good. And then I also do, and obvious. I've been talking about him the whole season. Uh, Pacheco, I want. I, you know, it'd be cool if he had a fantastic game, put 200 yards or something crazy. Just yeah. had a fucking great, just ran all over, all over Philly would be awesome. Those aren't, those aren't bad. Um, no, I mean, they, they really aren't. I mean, those are, those are good ones. Um, to me, honestly, the ones I have are both offensive players mm-hmm. because honestly, I think there is no defensive player that, Jesus that Christ. can be, no, 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 hear me out. That can, that, that can, that can stand out more. Like all of our defensive players, we every like have been. I mean, even our fucking backup he's of our backup defensive players ch- are fucking. You know, do it. Say it. Are, are doing something good. I don't want to say. I don't want to say good. Say it. Are, say are the saying something. Words. Are doing something right now. I don't want to say good. He's choking up like he even. But what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, like, it's, <laughs> it's hard for. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna compliment them. They're, they're playing good. They're playing <laughs> but good. I'm in, not gonna talk shit on. <laughs> they're playing really good. They're playing really good. And they're playing really good. About fucking time, but they're playing really good. But that's what I'm yeah, saying. Even about, about time. Even our fucking seven rounders are playing. About, good. I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl. It's about fucking time they played good. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I would say that the best time that they played was in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I so I think if, for me, I think it would be cool to see uh, Tony ball out. Um, just because I think he's been he's been uh, I think uh, the joke has been. You know, kind of slowly but surely bowling out, and I think it would be good to see him have a like a breakout game, especially in the Super Bowl. It'd just be um, really nice for the future of the team too. Exactly, so, so we'd be like, okay, we can for we sure count secure, on him. We yeah, have exactly, we can receiver. exactly. Um, I think um, another one would be would be kind of like, I myself would be kind of would be nice to see uh, is Jody Jody Fortson. I think if Jody Fortson balls out. It would be so fucking awesome because everybody would be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like, I have another tight end and, who's a fucking baller, and, and there would be like ten percent to twenty percent of Chiefs Nation would be like, Ford season. Well, like everybody thought about that preseason because he balled out in preseason, he, you know, and then he didn't do look, anything, you know. And there's Joey like Fortune is the king of looking really good while simultaneously. Doing absolutely nothing. That's what I'm saying. Now, all the man does when he does do it's something touchdowns. is touchdowns. That's what I'm saying. I can but, very much see him go out there, have two touchdowns. But for every he, game that Jody Fortson has dressed, he is averaging .025 touchdowns exactly. per game. So right. I completely agree. So like, I'm not going to pick Jody Fortson. He was on my mind, but the only reason I'm not, okay, so I I'm, wasn't going to pick him is because it's like, I, like, I, just, I can't. Like, I don't. Jody Fortune is too fun for me to just have undying hope for. 
So I'm not going to put any pressure in my brain on him. Like that, that was just you on the field makes me happy. Joe. Right. That's right? what I'm saying. Just, that's just seeing him out. There's like, Oh, there's 88. Oh, oh, there he is. Oh. When, when you say Go long to run to me, that's the, I would want to see ball out. For sure. Now, I think equally, I think Juju or Sky Moore would be dope um, just because same scenario as Tony. Um, I think it would solidify our, you know, the future with them, especially with Juju. I think Sky Moore still has plenty more years. But did you guys know Sky Moore doesn't have a touchdown this year? Mm -hmm. Like, how badass would it be to get his first touchdown in the fucking Super Bowl? For sure. And that's, for me, My if I had to go offense, I think, if I had to pick somebody that's kind of the X factor under the radar guy, Sky Moore would be my pick on offense. Um, I think if I'm if I'm going real deep, right? Like, I think the non-Travis Kelsey tight ends could be some of the most important players in this game. Um, Jody, I, baby. I think. Well, I think Bell, um, Gray, and Jody. They all present very unique skill sets and force unique matchups and i think if if they wanted to make a portion of the game plan around the two tight end three tight end sets we could get a lot of mismatches and get a lot of favorable mm-hmm. matchups for those guys and i think <clears throat> like especially, especially the, the nine the nine to three yard route tree could be just those four tight ends all day long, just eating up the middle of the field and forcing, getting to that one matchup that they like. Okay, we want this one of our tight ends on this back, on the number two linebacker as often as possible. So we're going to just keep throwing three tight end sets out and keep moving guys around until we get that guy lined up against the guy that we want. And then just let him go get a four-yard catch and drag a guy for two yards. We do that twice, we're going to win this game. Mm -hmm. And on defense... I think it's – on defense for me, I think it's going to be one of two guys <clears throat> that will – they may be <clears> – at the end of the game, <clears throat> they'll be the guys who are in that conversation of like, well, if Patrick Mahomes wasn't on the team, the, you know, this guy could be talked about for the, you know, for the MVP of the game. I think Legereus Sneed, Nick Bolton, or Willie Gay. Those three guys in particular are going to have, they're going to have the most asked of them in this game because Sneed plays that hybrid linebacker safety corner role. And like he went out of the Cincinnati game running up to stop the running back two yards past the line of scrimmage. Like that's where he lives and that's where Bolton lives and that's where Willie Gay lives. So if we're going to slow down the Philadelphia offense, particular their run game with their poles, where they're going to have a guard coming and Jason Kelsey coming, like all the highlights that you've been watching for the last two weeks are some dude pulling around and Jason Kelly Kelsey lighting them up, just destroying Jalen Smith for the from the Giants all day long. Or Bosa, or 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 Bosa, uh, mm-hmm. the double team on uh, the Niners defensive tackle in last week's or two weeks ago's game. Like so if if one of those guys really has a good game and I think the most likelihood for the guy to like get uh, recognition and act and like splash sexy flash plays is Sneed because 
I think, I think the how they utilize the blitz game against the run game is the biggest key to the game, in my opinion. Yeah. Because yeah. if you control the run game, if we can slow their run game down and make them less successful than they're used to and force them into more passing situations, I know that then that is like asking your defense to stop Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. But I would rather, I would rather have to stop Jalen Hurts' arm than his legs. If his legs get going, mm. I think that opens up Every other part. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'd rather stop his legs than his arms. I'd rather because they were saying, and there was no, no, no. That's that's my point. Is if we control uh, their run game, right? I would rather take on his arm than have to than have to deal with because they were saying that he's got one of the worst QB ratings outside the pocket. See, I haven't even gotten, I haven't even gotten that deep. Yeah. So they were saying for me, it's just I don't want him to be comfortable like. Ooh, foot in the ground. I'm just oh. going to take off for six yards. And I'm sure that's the if, plan. I, I would hope that's the plan. Right. Um, but that's the, that's why, to me, those three guys are going to be the most important. Because in, in my mind, the way I've seen Spags coach this defense throughout the year, that is the most likely scenario that those three guys are going to kind of be controlling the middle of the field, closer to the line of scrimmage than possibly, probably anybody but um, Justin Reed and Trent McDuffie, the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the DBs that live in the back near the line of scrimmage for us this season are Legereus need Justin Reed and Trent McDuffie. Um, mainly because those are the three guys that we line up in the slot. Uh, Juan Thornhill will put himself down near the line of scrimmage, but Thornhill plays that deep safety and surprisingly they use Brian cook more. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see a lot mm-hmm. of cook and Thornhill playing the deep, too deep zone with with um if it's me i'm i've thought about this a lot i don't think spags will do it and i'm not entirely sure i would either but i think i'm inclined to say how i used to play like madden and and ncaa is i would set up man-to-man assignments i would have legerious need following aj brown all day long Mm -hmm. and i would have trent mcduffie following Devontae smith all day long, and I would just make sure that my safeties knew where those guys were every single play. You have help. Play it like you're you – Yeah, know, but it's but, not that easy because I'm sure they're not going to line up Devontae. I mean, I'm sure they're not going to line up their wide receivers at wide out. I'm sure – if right, they're smart, is, they'll put one why, of them, you know, in the I, slot. Which is why I'm saying I would just tell them you're just following whoever. Right. Because it – like – their their third wide receiver, Goder, even the running backs out of the backfield, because they they do some motion where they'll motion the, the backs out of the backfield. Even in those situations, I'm I'm trusting every DB that we that would play in this game to cover everybody, mm-hmm. not named Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. The yeah. only two guys I really like a one on one matchup, there's only two corners that we really have that I, I well maybe there's three. I well, think I would trust I think I would trust Watson. Like, for sure, I trust McDuffie, and I trust Snead in a one-on-one with pretty much anybody in the league. I don't – that's, oh, not, that's you, not me saying they're going to win every rep. Right. But, but I absolutely – like, if we're – okay, yeah, I'm fine with you one-on-one with that guy. Um, I'm close to feeling that way with Watson, which is amazing for a seventh-round rookie. Williams – Williams, to me, feels like I'm more like confident he's really about Watson away. than I am 
McDuffie. And which I'm, is crazy I'm, because I'm fine. I'm fine with you feeling that way. I just what what they they ask McDuffie to do the exact same things they ask Legarius Need to do, which is why I'm so impressed with him. He does. He lines up at every cornerback position that we have. No, I think we asked Legarius Need to do a little bit more because Legarius Need is is in the backfield a lot of times. Snead is the second leading blitzer from the secondary. Or not Snead, uh, McDuffie. Yeah. Okay. Is that correct? Yeah, no, I I didn't he that's I didn't think To me he it doesn't feel that, that way though. It, I didn't and I that's what I'm saying. I've I I've gone back and just watched McDuffie a lot. Specifically because of our conversations. Right. I watch our secondary even more and judge them. I feel like I judge them harsher I do watch than a it. lot I of other than a lot of other cornerbacks. And because of your shit talking. And I good, just, good. I mean just trying to see what you're seeing out there. When I watch McDuffie play, there there's just like the only guys that my brain looks at and and is like, oh that guy might have might have been able to jump that and might have been might have been there's just not many plays where I feel like he did the wrong thing. And the only thing he hasn't done for me so far this year is produce turnovers, which he isn't really known for, but he's had his hands on like three balls in the last three weeks, the last three games we've played. He should have had an interception on the first drive of Joe Burrow. And that thing hit him square in the mm-hmm. hands. I'll give it, like, it's freezing. It's a playoff game. You're a first-round rookie. You missed half the season. Like, that's your one. That's your pass. <laughs> That's your one that I can't be like, I I have to yell at you with the rest of the fans next time, okay? I, you got your pass from me because I love you. But moving forward, you put yourself in that position. Yeah, catch that's it. a play I'm expecting you to make. Because mm-hmm. um, that is what you do. So for me, precision does. for me, looking at the game, that's really what it comes down to is I feel confident that we – I think we said this last week where for me – winning as a defensive back in this league doesn't mean shutting the other guy out. It means keeping them to below expectations or to what your team should deems like. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just simple. It's just score more points than than what they're going to do. Well, and and like for me, arbitrary stats, it's like, okay, for me, looking at the chiefs defense, uh, if it's uh we're going against a true number one wide receiver and we hold them to 70 ish yards, like, that that's that's about what I'm expecting. Like a number one wide receiver in this league should probably average seventy yards and point four, point mm-hmm. six touchdowns a game against us. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. That's yeah. not a guy overperforming. Right. right so right, 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 right. so that's what I mean. It's like yeah. I trust our guys to be able to hold AJ Brown and Devonte to average expectation games and not mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. the top games. And I more than trust all the rest of those guys on our defense to keep everybody else below expectation level. Right. I don't the the Eagles get that benefit of the doubt this week because we don't know who's really healthy and once again I mean, I mean and once again really the same storyline for all season long. I said everybody was a participant today minus McCall Hardman and limited was Tony. Was Tony. Right. That's, that's not saying right. Everybody so, else is rolling. This is the no same. Really this knows. feels just like the same thing all year long. Every time we've had a game against either. solid competition, it's like, well, you know, it's they're expecting a lot from Kadarius Tony and Juju Smith Schuster mm-hmm. and all the, the the unknowns, and it's like, mm-hmm. guys, 
you do realize all these guys that you keep saying aren't going to be able to perform, like they're those those are the wide receivers for the number one offense in football by a wide spread. Yeah, that that those guys on a per per play basis as a part of this offense, this offense averages more points per play than every other team in football. Yeah, but. No, I mean, I, I agree. Like I said, it, I think it's going to be a really good game, especially for our end. Now, it could it could very much not be, but I think either way, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I kind of wanted to, to to touch on a few a few things, um, kind of before uh, we kind of touched away from the Chiefs and the Super Bowl. Um, um, McCole Hartman and and Thornhill. Do you guys think uh, they have obviously probably not Thornhill because he's definitely going to play in the Super Bowl? Do you think uh, McCall has played his last game as a Kansas City Chief? Do you think we bring him back? I I don't think we bring Thornhill back. The only way we don't bring him back is if some other team does something stupid and overpays him. Uh, so I literally my note for this talk point is only if someone godfathers him. Yeah. I think that McColl is – I think he will probably look out. If the injury benefits us very much. So much in this situation. Very much. Um, because had he come back and been healthy, I don't think there's a better look than having a long-term injury and coming back and being a uh, um, quality player that actually mm. contributes in a meaningful way. I do think that there's more than enough teams out there that mm-hmm. that look at well when you look at the league this year, I think the quick fast guy who can make something is going to be the most valued type of player moving forward. Definitely the um, most popular. And, right and McColl is like that to a T. And I think McColl has a a role in almost every single offense in the league. Every team could take a guy like him, and it's mm-hmm. very easy for any offensive coach with <clears throat> with a half creative mind mm-hmm. to go, "Ooh, I could, I could do stuff with that. I could do a lot of stuff with that guy. Like, yeah, we, we could, we could build all. There's a whole. I already got stuff I could put in a package for this dude. So I think that his market will be very nice. Um, it also benefits him that there is there is almost nobody available in the free agent market. So if you're a free agent this year and you're a wide receiver mm-hmm. and you're worth half a ham sandwich. And that's where I was kind of going with that. They, you get, boy, they're paying Ruben, mm-hmm. right? Like whatever the pastrami and mm-hmm. Capicola, at, bruh, the top shelf item is the, is the pay range that you're going to get. Yep. Having said all of that, I think that we can probably make him a more than competitive offer i think we'll probably end up somewhere as like the third highest fourth highest pay that he'll get um but i think we have a much better shot of him coming back simply because he knows nothing but being on this team and man i don't know i don't i don't know about most guys again a godfather offer comes through i'm, I'm probably going to take that offer mm-hmm. but if it's comparable money if it's close to what the chiefs can pay me why would I want to go play with somebody not named Patrick Mahomes? I mean, I, I completely agree. Why would I not agree. want to play with Travis Kelsey as long as I could through the end of his career? Like, if if you were to ask Tyreek 
those are the things that I think he he would regret. I don't think he regrets being in Miami. I don't regret him going. I don't regret trading him. Everything about it, the whole trade for both sides completely worked. Mm-hmm. But I think if you were like, well, what's the parts that, what are the parts that do kind of suck? I think that would be the thing he says is like, and it does kind of suck that like my supporting the, crew the, isn't as good. Well, I mean, the, I the fact they, look look where we're at right now. I, I bet I bet he's fine, good. but it's just like I, my whole career. My routine was I went in and these were the guys that I was in meetings with. These are the I just the ins oh. and outs of everything that he does. I'm sure he's looking at the TV right now, looking at the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl, like fuck. Not not fuck, but like I'm sure he's feeling some type of way. Maybe not regretting it at all. But yeah, no, I completely agree. How with could you. you not? Exactly. Like how I'm could sure. you? I mean, let's be honest with each other. We've all played sports. How mm-hmm. could you not feel some type of way? I, feel I would too. Like you're kind of like, damn. Yeah. But one thing yeah, that is know. twenty million less a year worth. My my career, uh, a Super Bowl. No, another, it's it's, it's just career. It, it, honestly, it's it's to me, it's. I don't know how staying with Patrick Mahomes would have solidified his career in Canton. Leaving Patrick Mahomes, now he's yes, he's one of the best wide receivers. But he, is he going to put up the numbers? Is he going to consistently? Yes, he did it this year. Is he going to consistently put up the numbers like he did with Patrick Mahomes? I don't think so with Tua. Bro, I, I absolutely do because he did it this year so. and he did it without Tua. Do you know? No, he didn't. Name the three. Tua. Name name the quarterbacks that he started with. Pull up his like pull up his uh, quarterbacks right. with uh, his last the last couple of uh, games. Whenever Tua wasn't playing, pull up his stats, and it wasn't Tyreek Hill. I guarantee you that. Um, but one thing I do like about that, that I think it's kind of a trend, and I I'm kind of liking. Is that Pat is getting Pat freaking wide receivers paid? Like, I guarantee I, that's one thing I really like is that Pat is literally whoever's coming in there to play with Patrick Mahomes is leaving with you know their pockets full of freaking yeah, cash. and and that's another thing right that I think you have to kind of take into account is 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 do you think other teams look at it like that? Like, damn, he did have a lot of receptions, he did do good yards. Look at what he's but doing. there was a game where Patrick Mahomes literally took that. Threw to everyone who could possibly catch the ball on the roster, he threw it to in that game. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look at—I mean, I said Albert Wilson that he went to Miami before Tyreek Hill. Look at uh, who did we have last year? The number eleven. Uh, who was that? Marcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson. I mean, Demarcus he, Robinson arguably had his best career. With Patrick Mahomes. No, this. Oh, this year. That, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. he's he's getting. Uh, who was? I mean, obviously. I probably this is probably a bad example, but Sammy Watkins, you know, even came out left here with with with, you know, probably more money than he came in here. So yeah. like Patrick Mahomes is getting, the, the getting this. Oh, he didn't get he didn't get Robinson paid then. If that's the argument, I I was making the inverse. No, he got Robinson. Oh, not well. No, Robinson was like one of the last wide receivers signed. In no, 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 no. I was talking about uh, Wilson. Uh, oh yeah, because he, but uh, but, you know, same same. Yeah, Albert Albert balled out that year that he got to play with Patrick, and then that. And then went to but, Miami. But they—that's what I'm saying. They're, there was no need to keep him at that point, even though I really, really, really wish we would have. Um, but we had Tyreek, who basically did all that. Right, stuff. right. So yeah, no, that's that's one thing that I, that's the low trend that I that I like, um, you know, just that that I like that I'm seeing. So, but yeah, no, I think. So I I don't know if I, I think the injury for sure helped us out as far as McCole, but um, with his chances to stay, yeah. with his chance exactly. But you know we'll see. I think of course, honestly, chances at a Super Bowl, but 
I think Thornhill for sure is out because we've been using uh, Cook. Um, just he's been Thornhill has oh, been bowling see. out to the point where he's going to be a free agent. Someone's going to want to pay him more money than what we're going to want to pay him. Cook is already playing. I think the only- at a, at a good enough level where I think they'll be like, let's we can transition over without. Without being I, I think we agree much. with you, but Thorn, someone's going to overpay. I, I, I kinda, it's the only way he leaves. Someone's paying him way, not overpaying. Not overpaid, but they're going to. No, they're going to pay him that's what I'm saying. more than anybody more else, which than, is going to be too much. Than I think Thornhill has a higher chance of being here next year than Hardman does. Oh, I don't think so. I think because Thornhill has been playing really good in the playoffs, um, he's going to get a, a contract at the end of the year. And then we're gonna we're gonna exactly just like why like our like defense Hill. sucks, man. Why would you want him? I just don't think I think Thornhill's. I don't think the market for him is gonna be that great. Um, because I think, like, I think overall as a player, he's above average. But I kind of feel like part of the reason he's playing so well is because. He's been in this defense and he knows all. Of, you know what right, I mean? Right, but I mean you can't. Obviously, but no one's gonna look at him and be like, "Oh, well, he's only balling out because he's with Andy Reid." I mean, like and, someone's gonna look and be like, "I want him. I want. We need a safety. He's gonna be a free agent. Let's go get him." I guess the. I'm not saying that he's the top free the guy, agent. But, the guy to me who is most likely to leave this season is Snead. He's only making a million. And that, bro. that's the one that that's scares me. That's the one that scares me it's the most agent. to lose is him. That's the most important free agent that we have. I completely agree. I don't think season. we let Sneed walk out while we're okay with losing Thornhill. I think we're far more okay with losing Thornhill. That's what I'm than, saying. Than like, Snead, that's but. what I'm saying. Where if Thornhill comes, if someone someone's going to offer Thornhill again, so, but I said someone's gonna offer Thornhill more money than what we're ready to offer. We're gonna look at Cook and be like, oh, we're good. Part of the reason I think it's really it's a really hard ask to lose Juan Thornhill is if we lose Thornhill and we sign Sneed, that's the that's the oldest guy in that room. Which like we made the youth movement this year, but I think part of the reason you can make that youth movement is because you're keeping your veterans. Well we had we had Juan Thornhill who was who's been here for a while, veteran in the defense, veteran on the team, veteran to what it feels like. You had Legarius Sneed, three years in the league, been through the ringer. You had Justin Reed, who is a veteran in the league, so he knows what like what the league is. But he's that's he's, what I'm learning, he's learning the with position. Cook and Reed. I think I think we're okay with losing because we brought Justin. What Reed I'm saying is everybody out everybody outside of those three guys would have one year experience in the NFL in our secondary. And it that to me is a hard ask to have. I don't. I mean, like, I want so to tenure. I want to have three or four Jones, years. Jones, Reed, the, the span, in the secondary. Secondary. That's and what I'm saying. There's expand on your point. There is. So if the season ended today, what would we really have to go into the draft and get? Right. Let's think about it like that. And then we're gonna have more cap room next year. Probably it's not like back. we're gonna be hurting. We've got Definitely money. Not running back. We've got money to sign the people that we need. We don't have a ton of cap space. We don't have a ton. And we've got got guys we need to resign. Thornhill's making a million a year. You can offer that dude three or four times what he's making and still be fine. Yeah, but somebody else would offer him actual starting 
safety salary, and that's a double, starting safety double salary? to triple yeah, what we're on. Exactly. And, and my point is, yeah, if, he's, I, if somebody I, signs I, him, he's going to end up on a top ten safety contract. I think going into the drafts, I think we're definitely picking up another running back. No, I don't think we're picking up a, a for a starter. But it, we In have the first we have couple to rounds because we're. No, getting, I'm saying, what is the need? No, we're not. We're not add another running back. You got. You're fine with we don't have out. much need, but yeah, we, I was going to say to yeah, right. But we find the need behind him. You'd have to give me the right now. This is season ended. Season just ended. We did not get the Super Bowl. Season ended. What are we going to get? Did we sign Legarius Need to an extension or not? Tell me. What do we? What do we need well, to that's, do? That's what, do what I was need? saying. Is like that's. Do that. you want? Do you want me to? Yeah. To give you like here's who I'd sign, and no. this is what. So then this is what we need. So we're talking about the signing of the obvious two free agents, Thornhill and Sneed. On the defensive side, so you're obviously feeling that we do need to continue on what we have with defense. What do you add or what do you keep currently? Like draft, like drafting, either guys. drafting or utilizing the money, trading off the drafts and if utilizing the money to sign me, your players. If it's me, I'm taking, I'm five million a year is the average. I'm probably packaging up, um, I'm probably packaging up a couple of picks. Our first fourth maybe a sixth and i'm probably going to try and jump up to somewhere around i don't know depending on what the market is like this year by the way i want i want to try and get between like 11 to okay 16 17 first round what are you taking and i'm going after a wide receiver I, that's me. I, I want, agree. I think we're in a stronger wide receiver struggle than we are anything in our defense. I think we or, signed the guys that we fucking Or I'm going after There's like no we can't. Or, or I want a pass rusher. I want and like I don't I you you can develop into a full all around guy, but like I want somebody who who I We picked up a pass rusher in the first round last year. Um so I well don't that's, that's what I'm saying, to like, me isn't that Karloftis is a defensive lineman. In my brain, not a pass rusher. That's that's kind of the difference that I would make in those two types of players. For me, if you're packaging up and you're moving up in the first round, if we don't re-sign Snead or Thornhill, I'd be okay with going after, like, I, I trust our scouting department to go and get corners and safeties. So that's where my hesitation comes in because it's like, okay, I I think wide receiver, you kind of have to go and get the guys that you think are going to be really good earlier than with corners. I think with corners, some of the really top-tier guys that everybody just realizes are good, um, like the top guys that were taken this year, all those guys panned out, right? Most every guy taken in the first round of the DB this year I think had a, an incredible year but to to the flip side of that we had a fourth and a seventh rounder that are both starting for us mm-hmm. essentially so i don't think you need to package up and go get that guy unless there's a db that you really think can be like a playmaker if there's a guy that you think you could put on this team who can generate turnovers and flip and get the ball into Mahomes's hands more often okay i'm i'm okay with you trying to go and get that guy right um, and that's what I mean when I say a pass rusher. Like, if there's a guy who's special at getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands, if there's a linebacker who is like that, um, 
Micah Parsons type, where Fuck, it's like, that would be where nice. I mean, not a Micah, but a guy who no, is yes, like, no, that would he, be nice. he lines up in the middle, he lines up outside, nice. he can sometimes put his hand in the dirt. Could you like, imagine? There's a linebacker from Cincinnati who who's kind of that vibe. Yes, player, yes. Right? So like, no, no, like no. If there's, there's a guy like, who you look there's at, there's a linebacker and, from uh, uh, Michigan too. Yeah, LSU. There, there's there's more than a handful of these types of dudes that are out there. So if there's one of those guys who you think like. That's what I'm. That's my package up, right? Is like this wide receiver. I love this guy. Um, like off the top of my head, the kid from TCU that had the uh, uh, was it T- which which team was in the the playoff this year? The Horn Frogs, right? Yeah. yeah. So there was one of their wide receivers early on had like caught a pass, made a guy miss sixty plus yards down the sideline. It- He's like six three, six four, long dreads. But like, if that that you guys have heard me t- talk about this forever, that type of player, that mold of wide receiver, Listen, you're, you're barking I want up the so right tree. This, this, this is who I wanted us to pick up this year. And if you, I was, I was Christian Watson was the guy that I wanted on our team. This I was year. screaming to get Christian Watson is the guy I wanted on my team this year. And so if you're going to do that in the first round, I'm really really comfortable with you. Like this is the year I think. After you killed it last year in the draft, we've got ourselves set up in a pretty good situation moving forward. I think really now for me, it's like, okay, we extend Chris Jones, but who's the next guy to take that spot? Are we going to, and I also would be totally fine with them. If that package doesn't move you up in the draft, I'd be fine with them trading for a big name wide receiver this year. Oh, that would be great. Odell, baby. No. If you're hearing this. Odell's a free agent. Come on, baby. Odell, I would. I I saw some videos. I'm welcoming him him to Kansas City with open arms, but he is not my one nor my two in my head. I saw some videos of him working out, man. He's he's been pretty dedicated on getting that leg back into shape. The only thing I'm worried about is, is him passing the physical because apparently the only thing that he didn't want to do Whenever he went to go visit these teams, just take a fucking physical, which is like, well, because I don't think he was ready. Like I said, yeah. I saw some of the videos in there recently. Like he's still working out pretty fucking hard. Oh right, I, rehabilitation. I, I, I would hope so, and I I would hope his mindset is to come back and and play for the a, a fucking team. I mean, not you know, yeah. not for fucking retire. I tell you that much. I think he's still. Well, I, so I think, Juju, I, I think Odell's in a really good spot this year because if, I don't think he's going to get paid a ton of money, but I think. He's proven over and over again that he is a well above average wide receiver, even on his worst day right now. He's better than half the guys on our roster. Mm-hmm. So we re-signed Saunders, right? I hope so. And we re-signed Juju and Brown? It, it all depends on... I don't know about Juju. The, the Juju. the Juju, just like Nate was saying, there's really no good wide receivers out there. Yeah. So Juju, especially from what he's been doing, I think Juju, Juju gets... Wins a, Juju wins a ring. You think he is no. very open to coming back? He, he goes, so I think he's he open. So he's he's oh, already yeah. said that he wants to come back. He's, he's, yeah. he's on record it just, the it other day. Saying, the money. But exactly. Someone... You, so they were saying that you this think on the radio. You give him another ring, and he's still going to go out there and try to get the best contract possible, not have another fantastic year. Yeah, because his, knee, because his knees are he, – he's got three yeah. years. And not only best. that, he's never gotten a big – he's never gotten a long-term contract. He's, he's never gotten it. This he doesn't is, have a long-term left. But that's what I'm saying. This is be, this would yeah. be the so best he's, time he's, to get the long-term contract. Someone's going to give him a three, four-year. And, like, what I'm saying is, like, 
he's he's it's okay to leave three or four million, maybe five million on the table to stay with the team that he likes. He's not going to leave twenty. 10 to 20 million on the table yeah, to, to stay. If it's today. a, it just doesn't make sense. If it's a three year, $30 million deal to play here with 10 million guaranteed and a three year, $30 million deal to go play somewhere else at $18 million guaranteed, you go take the 18 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You have to. I mean, this is you, just, you, you have to. You have to, exactly. His mm-hmm. knees have been a problem for years. Yeah. The knee was a problem all year That's long. And mm-hmm. so you had, like, that, yeah. That's why I said it all comes down to the money. What but about if, Brown? But if Juju, if Juju is like I, I'm pretty. I'm gonna be fine after. I've got a career. Endorsement with after, TikTok after and all that. I've, I've yeah. got a media name. Like I can go and do a podcast or go and be a sideline reporter or something. Yeah. I would like, love that. Barstool wants to give me a show. Like he's got some opportunities. So if there was a guy that would be prone to taking the sweetheart deal to stay here. I could see that because yeah. I think as Juju long-term staying with Mahomes and becoming like an Andy Reid guy, a Mahomes, people think mm-hmm. of you as, oh, like who was the next best target after Tyreek and Travis? Like, well, Juju was really good with Travis, with Pat Mahomes there for a while. Yeah. Like that will carry you for the rest of your life. So what I'm hoping is they take some realistic team-friendly and Juju-friendly deal, play finishes out with uh, with Kelsey. Yeah. No, and, and I think you know, just ends up ends here. Ends I, here. I think honestly, if we win the Super Bowl champ, it's not a multiple. Exactly. If we win this, if we win the Super Bowl, we could very easily start talking that the, the dynasty talk. And as if we start talking that dynasty talk, that's What's only going to start if we want And if people we, are going to start reeling in trying to be part of that. Start, if you want to start talking dynasty, though, part of the reason the dynasty. Any of the dynasties have lasted is you, you got to hit on these draft picks. Exactly. We, I think we and have I twelve. Think we I that. think we have twelve picks going into this off season, which is why I think we're in a really good situation this year to package some picks together. It'll probably, with how smart our front office is, what most likely is going to happen is kind of what happened this year, where maybe we make a slight move up to target somebody in the first round, but I think we might slide back or move up in the later rounds, day two, day three, day four, third, fourth, fifth round picks. I think that's where, that's where our, because I think we have a lot of picks this year really too. Good. Also, right. 12 this year. Yeah. I'm about, so, I'm about to find out. Yeah. I think we have like 12, um, but real quick, um, oh, we traded some away. We traded one. We traded one of the compensation. Uh, I think just one. I think we only lost one. Right. But, um, just uh, before we start, you know, giving out our predictions for the game or anything like that um, and start wrapping it up, I heard this question on uh, on Media Day. And you know how they're always asking, well, you know, right. you know how they're always asking, um, you know, the silly questions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I heard this one and I really wanted to ask you two, especially because you two are the only ones that would come to play with this. Um, what color... Does it say uh, your hair is on your ID? Black, brown, I think. <laughs> that was just, it's just somebody asked. Somebody asked. Uh, I can't think it was Spags that <laughs> or not Spags uh, behind me that, and he just started cracking up, and he's like, "I don't, 
I don't know. And I'm like, you know, that's a good question. I'm like, I want to ask. I want to ask my two bald friends. Like, what? What, what, is, <laughs> what is their answer? Black hair because the last time I went, I still had the bum. So, I'm like, so I'm like, I got one since '99. There's only been one quarterback that has gotten both in one season, both MVPs, Super Bowl and League MVP. Do you guys know who it is? Uh, I don't think it's ever been done. One guy that's held the, that created Prob- the streak and held the streak. Prob- and the streak was ended by Tom Brady. I was going to say Peyton, probably. I was going to say or Kurt Warner. I was going to say, yeah. I won- I yeah, no, back. but he didn't win the Super Bowl MVP. Uh, he got it in 99. He got both. Only quarterback to ever do it. Did he get the MVP that year, though? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. He, he got MVP. He, he got he was the MVP and Super of the league Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP. Yes, and I think they went to the Super Bowl the next Turf. year, right? Fast as Sean Turf. Yeah. Look it up, the Super look Bowl it up the again year. because I'm pretty sure they said that um, that the only reason why Kurt Warner didn't do it is because of Tom Brady. That was the next year. He broke the streak. He would have had the streak two years in a row. Okay, again, because everybody's been saying that he would be yeah. the only, Patrick Mahomes would be the only player to do that. And and, they, they, and what I heard is they, they said Patrick Mahomes would be the only player to do that. Kurt Warner would have done that if Tom well, Brady wouldn't Well, he went him. two years in a row, didn't he? Didn't he go to 99 no. and 2000? No, he's only been to three Super Bowls. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh, well. What year is this game? So it says 99 yeah, look at 99. was Elway, 2000 was Kurt Warner. But I don't know if that's, so that, he's if got that's two, calendar year. From what I've heard. He's got two NFL MVPs, 99 and 2001. So he and missed, he's got so he a, missed it. So and he's got Super Bowl MVP. So he would have had to have it because he's got two most valuables from 99 and 2001. What year was his Super Bowl? Exactly. 2000. That's exactly. what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah, so he won, it's not... he won the league MVP. Then he, then he, then he, then the next year he won the Super Bowl MVP. Exactly. And then the following year he won the league MVP again. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. And there's there's never been a year where Pat where the MVP has won the Super Bowl MVP. Damn. Never has ever happened. When does the MVP get announced this year? Uh, Thursday. Today. Oh shit! Oh tomorrow. To, to, yeah, tomorrow's on tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow's on Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Recording sorry, I know. It was recording, recording day. day earlier than what we normally. But uh, do we want to start giving predictions here? Uh, um, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, we, we should probably read Ian's prediction first because. Oh, yeah. And Ian gave a. Uh, Ian's call for the like unsung heroes was the rookie secondary. Yeah. Just, yep. just as he a whole, think... as a whole, the whole unit. I will quote him and says, I think they are the key to the game. Yes. Um, and he definitely he thinks uh, Chiefs are going to win 38 to 35. So you think it's going to be a high-scoring game? I think I think it would be nice to see a high-scoring game. I have seen too many high-scoring games Super Bowls because for the most part it's the two really good teams. So there's not too many high-scoring games. He was the NFL MVP in 2001. He yeah. was also Super Bowl MVP in 2000. Oh, in 2000. Yeah. Right. That's what we're yeah. saying. Yeah. Sandwiched him. Yeah. Sandwiched him. Yeah. So it would be nice to not only that, it would be nice if he also won the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year. Like, if he does the trifecta, oh, fuck, bro. That would be dope. Look, I'm fine with 
whatever. As long oh, as, I'm, as long, I'm fine with I'm, win or lose, Super Bowl. whatever awards. No, I want God, no, I fuck want the awards. Get that fucking Super Bowl. I want that. It, you know, when it's like fuck the awards, I want the Super Bowl. It's kind of funny because I've never, I've never felt like greedy for this kind of stuff. What wanting to win it? And and it's not and and it's not. I don't even want to win it for like. Well, it's like. I know how good these players are, and I know exactly. for the test of time. I wanted to solidify these, and them. I, and, I, and, and it's like I know how good they are because I get to watch these guys every week, and I want everybody who doesn't watch them every week, who doesn't have the right assessment of them, to just shut up. And be like, okay, they are that good. Bad ankle. You can't name the number. Nobody knows who the number one wide receiver on this team is because that player doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I don't know. I, I, honestly I watch say, him every game and I couldn't tell you. I honestly would say this year the Chiefs have a number one overall pass catcher, tight end Travis Kelsey. I, there's no one number one wide receiver. I wouldn't even call any of the guys like what you would typify as a number two. It's like everybody essentially played the wide receiver three role for what your expectations would be for like productivity. Whereas at the beginning of the year, we were kind of having the conversation of, could there be like 3000 yard receivers, 4000 yard receivers on this team at the end of the year, if he just falls in love with somebody. But to Josh's point, there were like five games this year. I feel like we're in the middle of the game. It pops up and it's like Mahomes is 11 of 13 to nine different players so far. And that's what the year was is, there, there is no number one wide receiver. It's just you're a wide receiver for this team, and you get looked at equally. Mm-hmm. Everybody not named Travis Kelsey and, and Jarek McKinnon basically gets looked at the exact same amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what – I'm, I'm telling you, it's – we don't know who the number one receiver is, so that's, so, that's another reason why I think – Put some respect on Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes because – more as good as they are, they're better than what you think if you don't watch them consistently. I, I think if you the, don't watch those guys play week. I think the guys. respect for Travis is there. I don't think necessarily the respect for for Patrick is there throughout worldwide. Mm-hmm. Which I think if he wins this game, they're gonna be like, okay, he's that dude. Yeah, he got that dog in him. Well, we got rid of Tom Brady, and damn it, now we got him a home. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we know Ian's score. Um, what the what do you, what do you go think? next? I honestly, I'll go. I I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game because everybody thinks it's going to be a high scoring game. <laughs> like honestly, like it it happens. Yeah, I heard, very often I where everybody's going to be talking, like, they were taking the under on the on the score. I would take the under too because I've again, it's a Super Bowl. I've never have seen a Super Bowl where it's a high scoring game. I've seen it, yes, but I haven't seen them very often because again, they're the two best teams in the NFL for the most part. Or two really good teams, um, and and I I think so. I think it's going to be like a seventeen twenty four, you know, game. Um, I I think you know we they score maybe one or two touchdowns. We score three, and you know, and I, I think what's going to happen is we'll get off to a lead early, which is going to force them to not run the ball so much. That therefore throwing them off their game. We'll you know score one more touchdown and then pretty much in a field goal and then pretty much call it call it it. That's just me again. I don't think it's going to be a very high scoring game. I think the Chiefs are going to dominate both sides of the field. Um, I think that's what they're going to score pretty early to put some pressure in them. 
and um, and hopefully get uh, get their second Super Bowl. Hopefully, Josh. Um, I think it's gonna be like. 47 20 oh damn 21 24 something somewhere around there so you think you think it's gonna be a blowout i i do and i think once we start putting up enough of them as we do we get kind of a little uh a little bit more lenient with the defense and we start rushing a lot more i don't know man i i don't think that they can put keep up with as many points as we can put up We'll see. Though. No, I agree. I, I, I don't think they can put up more than 30. I can see the world where that happens because I think if we if we if we score well, I think it's because we've we've hit on something game plan wise, schematically, like we've figured out something. And I do feel like if this team to the point of there is no number one, number two receiver, it makes it really hard for you to to like Ooh, I'm gonna. I need to watch this guy really close, and I could possibly jump this. So any of those potential jumps, like if we can exploit that, then I think it's replicable, and I could see the mm-hmm. team like just really having success. Like I feel like Philly's defense, if you can, if you can beat them, if you can like break it, then I feel like you could have a lot of success well, against it. Yeah, no, and I think um, my prediction though, I I think it'll be. I think it's going to be much more like a 34-27 sort of a game. Um, I don't I don't know that I see it coming down to like last possession yeah, sort of right, a game. Yeah, right, right, right. But it's going to be like within the last three possessions of the game, the game will be decided. Mm-hmm. Like somebody will, will go up, uh, you know, by will score a touchdown and go up by 10. And then they'll score and come back, and then we'll just have to milk the clock or something along that those lines. But I also, if Philly wins, it's I think it's going to be. If Philly wins, I I think it it could be bad. Like if Philly wins, they've found some success in the running game, and we can't figure out how to stop it. And their play action passing is going mm-hmm. off. Um, I don't really see that happening. We haven't been susceptible to that for the most part through the year but man if they hit on two or three bombs on play action that's well I think, our team doesn't do the the one play get back in it exactly right now. i think the only way they win is if they beat us in the time of possession um i think if that's that's pretty much the only way that you can beat the Kansas City chiefs is, is having patrick Mahomes being the yeah, you gotta score touchdowns when you have the ball and and you gotta and you try go. and keep Mahomes off the field. Yeah, and not only that, is you got to keep us from even scoring field goals because we score almost every time we have the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if, yeah, yeah, you, gotta if keep, you do seven and you, you don't score Mahomes, and you let us put up ten, you got to keep next... Mahomes off the field. You exactly. Just, yeah. That's that's the best way. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, on that note, um, thanks for joining us again. We're happy to be here another week in a row. Uh, we're going to try and keep doing this stuff. We'll definitely be back next week, whether we're all crying. Uh, really angry or um, incoherent. I think we're going to be crying regardless, whether it's, you know, sad, of joy. Sadness or joy. Exactly. Join us next week to find out. And on that note, idiots out. Leave my Mexico! Beep, 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 beep